The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Middle call! Hey, behave! What's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the Haberman and Middlecoff Mailbag! It's been a while, guy. It has been a while. We've got a backlog. I'll be honest. Some of the mail had to get uh, shredded. It's part of life. Went to the wrong address. We appreciate everybody's reviews, but um, we haven't done a mailbag in so long. Some of the stuff was so dated, it um, it couldn't make it into this version of the mailbag. What do you guys think of uh, the Warriors against the Grizzlies in the coming up matchup? <laughs> there are a couple that rolled that, that we've repurposed that I think will be uh, worthwhile. It is Thursday when this is released. If you're watching or you're listening, we got college football on Thursday. Ton of games. We'll have some DraftKings picks for you as well. And before we get started, remember... The weekend is upon us. Football season is here, and that can only mean one thing. Tito's Handmade Vodka. They sponsored this podcast. I talked to my dad the other day. He said, hey, did you guys get Tito's back? And I said, yes. Everybody asks. Tito's, it is, I think, the number one thing we're recognized for these days, John. Yeah, it's, uh, and we are very proud of it, and we want you guys to be very proud of it. We think it's the greatest partnership that we could possibly ask for because it's perfectly with our listener base and perfectly with, you know, the majority of Americans because it's the number one vodka in America. So this weekend, when you're watching some ball, when you're watching some pigskin, college football, a week away, I guess if you're listening to this on Thursday, seven days away for the NFL yeah, starting. Cool. So, uh, you know, if you're watching Fresno State, Cal Poly, I don't know, it might be the biggest game beside Ohio State and Notre Dame of the week. Handball. Weekend. Some are calling hey, it the handball. So, uh, check out t- uh, Make Your Titos, link us, DM us. At John Middlecoff, at Guy Haberman, Twitter, Instagram. I don't really know how to share stuff on TikTok, so probably avoid that. But Instagram, Twitter, I think we're pretty well-versed in. And uh, John Daly's, Tito Sodas, oh, you name it, oh, Tito's. Oh, it's going to be a warm, supposed to be a warm weekend, John. So perfect for John Daly's and some uh, maybe Tito's and Ginger. Big fan of that little lime. Check out some more recipes, titosvodka.com. Whether you're, having, whether you're going to a party, it's the perfect thing to bring. If you're hosting a party, it's the perfect thing to have. Distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas, 40% alcohol by volume, namely 80 proof, crafted to be savored. 
responsibly. All right. You ready for a mailbag? Yeah. I mean, let's dive in, baby. Here's how you submit. By the way, you go to Apple podcast, leave us a review, five stars. Oh, you'll see one of these reviews, not. And uh, in that, leave us a question. I know. And wait till you, somebody left us a four-star review while asking for a favor. Guy. I mean, I don't even. I wrong. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Here we go, John. Up first from Pete, five stars. Is it underrated how crazy it is that Belichick hired Matt Patricia to be his offensive coordinator? Boy, I know you love this question. I I, I think it's easily one of the biggest universally accepted to make fun of stories in the NFL and moving forward. And a lot of people, I was watching the Raider game, probably the second, whenever they played the Patriots. And people were like, maybe Belichick's just calling the plays. The Raiders broadcast on back-to-back plays had Patricia on the camera, you know, like at the between the 40 seconds of the ball snap. Mm-hmm. Clearly him calling in the play. Now, I, I know that they have come out and said that they have worked on different situations where Judge calls some plays, Belichick calls some in the red zone. Like Patricia is a play caller, and he is going to call, I don't know, every single play. I, I do think it's a big money saver for Robert Kraft. He has two guys. He's always had a small coaching staff. But offensive coordinators in the NFL cost about $1.52 million. He has two guys that are being paid by other organizations, and they have like fake titles. So, you know, Belichick is like, don't, I think a lot of people underestimate just because these teams have so much money. Like, he is saving Robert Kraft millions of dollars. That's great until he loses him a bunch of money by not hosting any playoff games. Right. I mean, I'm not Mac. Mac Jones is no Ferrari, but this is like getting a Ferrari and not putting Pirellis on. But they they made the playoffs last year, though, and didn't hold. Like it's going to be the Bills are winning that division every year. Okay, forward. but I'm just saying, like, there are other ways to make money to make up. The, you invest in all this stuff. I know. Right. That can't be his primary reason for doing this to save Robert Kraft money. Yeah, I, I think it's an underrated factor of the whole thing. I think it happens a lot in the NFL. In the list of Bills. Um, you know, I moves that will get doubted until they succeed and he gets to say, I told you so. This might be at the top of the list. Obviously, not wanting Tom Brady back, there will never be a bigger decision than that in Belichick's career. But if this somehow works, it might be the biggest I told you so of his career. Because the Brady one is not, and I told you so. Brady went and won a Super Bowl in Tampa. And it was time. Like they were getting into, like the divorce was imminent. Yeah. I think naming Joe Judge the offensive coordinator would have been a lot less crazy. Special teams guy, but it also coached the wide receivers, was a college quarterback, even though he was like kind of known for a special teams guy. I think that would have been a less crazier transition than the defensive coordinator. <laughs> uh, up next, John, this is Jesus. from Ashi. Solid pod. I like their focus on football. Five stars because I know it helps you. It does help with the algorithm, but I have a suggestion. Kill, shave it, or save it. It's a terrible segment and only works for YouTube. The podcast listeners who put you on the map can't see the images while we're listening. Respect the listeners. That's a legitimate. That's a legitimate um, piece of feedback, John. I wouldn't call it complaint. And we did kill shave it or save it from the last podcast. Actually, in part, I didn't think of it until I saw this. And he's right. Respect for the listener is a big part of what we're about. So shave it or save it out of the pod. It stays in the YouTube. My question: Can you give more credit to players? You guys talk about coaches like they're out there making tackles, catching the ball, picking up blitzes, et cetera. All professional sports are about the players, not the coaches. You guys spend so much time talking about the coaches, it gets old. Something to think and be aware of. 
Also, Shanahan overrated. His record isn't even 500. So stop talking about him like he's Belichick or John Madden. He hasn't accomplished anything and has lost more than he's won as the Niners head coach. Uh, yeah, we did pivot to the thing. I'll answer the second part first. I, I feel my role in the ecosystem uh-huh. is to be on the coach administrative side. I, I, I do think the majority of the media and definitely all the former players have that market cornered, have at it. Because uh, I have no problem talking about specific players in specific instances, but I will spend more time coming at it from most most fans on the couch scream at those players, you know. And I'm not saying I scream at the players, but it there is a way the fan and you've always said this thinks of themselves like a GM. Yeah, uh, and I try to speak for those because listening and I don't watch nearly as much sports content as I, as I once did, but I, I would say the majority of that comes from that, and I find it very boring. Well, I, and I th- I would say I think it's very dependent on the situation. Like, sometimes the player deserves the blame, and sometimes the coach deserves the blame, and sometimes the GM deserves the blame. Sometimes they all deserve the blame. Um, and I think we try to view it that way. That said, uh, I do think most people think uh, approach sports from the GM coach standpoint. What play should you have called? What guy should you have drafted? I think that view tends to be the most fun view. I also think that, and we see this a lot with like contract negotiations, there are things that are better for the player and there are things that are better for the sport. And sometimes the things that are better for the player are at odds with what is better for the sport, right? Like players being able to be free agents every year is way better for the players. If I were a player, I would want to be able to be a free agent every year. I'd want opt-outs in all of my contracts. I'd want to go to whatever city has the right temperature for me that year and uh, the lowest tax bracket. But that's not what's best for the sport. What's best for sports is players generally stay on the same team, especially the stars, especially the quarterbacks, until it gets time. Maybe they get traded. Maybe they move to one team or another. Peyton Manning moves or Russell Wilson moves. But guys being on four different teams in in seven years is not best for the sport. Um, I think the basketball, the way basketball works is great for the players. And if I were the players, I'd want it to work that way too. But the way the Warriors exist, where their star players are all on that team, that is what is better for building storylines and creating, you know, um, a league that's easy for your fans to follow. I think that's a great example because the NBA, which has become, it's always been player centric, but the players now run the league. The commissioner, they tell the commissioner what to do, has lost half its audience in, you know, six, seven years. The NFL, which is a front office and coaching-led sport, which means the fans just benefit more, uh, has grown their audience. So I I think it's – I have no – and I also come from a scouting perspective that we talk – we're lucky, you know, talking a lot of Niners, obviously. They have star players that we talk about very glowingly and that Trent Williams is not replaceable, right? Nick Bosa is not replaceable. When Debo plays like that, there is no other Debo Samuel, and, and we give them their praise. But I do look at it because that's my background. Majority of the NFL, as you saw, I mean, we're recording this and this week. A bunch of guys got cut. It's a very replaceable sport with a lot of positions. Now, the Niners don't have that many. They have a high volume of irreplaceable players, but it speaks. they have one of the best rosters in the league. You know, the Lions, let's face it, you get rid of 95% of their players and no one would notice if you just replaced them with just players like them, right? It's part of the sport that we talk a lot about, right? Aaron Judge, not replaceable, right? Justin Verlander, when he's on, not replaceable. NFL, 
Fuck the Niners, four of their five offensive linemen. If we replace them tomorrow, not a soul would notice. <laughs> That's just a reality, right? Uh, all right, John, next up from Dalton. When it comes to a team like the Atlanta Falcons, who's probably going to be bad and has a top draft pick, why not just draft Will Anderson instead of one of the QBs? Just ride it out with Mariota. Obviously, I understand the need for a star quarterback, but Stroud or Bryce Young have way more bust potential than ending up like Mahomes or Herbert, and Will Anderson's much more likely to be Nick Bosa or Miles Garrett than a total bust. I guess my point is, I don't think any QB should be drafted ahead of Will Anderson thoughts. Also, could you spread the love throughout the league? I know way too much about the 49ers and their roster for not being a fan of that team. Uh, the Atlanta Falcons, which, by the way, I don't know if you saw this story a couple days ago. Uh, what's his name that got suspended for gambling? Guy, did I Calvin, see the Calvin story? Uh, the one that Mariah Carey and all those people were a part of? Yeah, like it's 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 like there's like Rico uh, so he, he was charges. He, he was not having mental health issues. He was terrified for his own safety. He was and being life. tormented. People <laughs> yeah. were basically holding them all hostage, saying we're we're, we're going to rob you guys. I don't know why didn't he come out, I don't know, to his team and the league and say, I got an issue. They might have, I don't know, supported him. A fear of retribution for the same reason the local shop owner doesn't tell the police that the mob is making him pay $50,000 a month. You see how the Rico people got caught? They were posting rap lyrics on Instagram. Oh, my God. What percentage of rap lyrics are actually things people have done? I'm going to say 5%. Most people are not rap. You think... You think everybody? I think there's a lot of shitty rap songs out there about murking somebody by somebody who hasn't murked anybody. Oh yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. You're saying the actual per- person talking that have carried out those. Yes, words. yes, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Sorry, not all of the things have been done. All right, <laughs> to the question now. Uh, I don't think any quarterback should be drafted ahead of Will Anderson. Thought. Well, we we did we did this exercise right. Kyler Murray, Nick Bosa. No one would argue that in a vacuum, Nick Bosa is a much better player than Kyler Murray. And this is probably a good example because Kyler Murray is clearly better than like more than half the quarterbacks in the league. But if Kyler Murray had been Marcus Mariota, for example, would you have regretted that? But at the time, you don't know that, right? So if you think at the time, remember Marcus Mariota, there were a lot of people that thought like this guy was the next Steve Young. We were told that we thought it was crazy. I even once tweeted it out and Titans Twitter, as we found out, is very aggressive. Uh, But... Will Anderson is better than any of these quarterbacks. That is not arguable, right? I think people think Will Anderson has a chance to be like Micah Parsons meets Miles Garrett. He's, he's like one of the best college players the last couple of decades. But if you think one of those guys has a chance to be a top 12 quarterback, can you not make that move? Even if you know this guy's a pro bowler year one, the, Will Anderson, that being not the quarterback. Yeah, the the quarterback position has a, it gets a little boost in its value, right? So a B plus quarterback is better than an A plus. Well, if Will Anderson's a ten out of a ten as a prospect, and let's say it turns out whoever this quarterback that shines this year and is like he's the best quarterback, but he's still like not luck or whatever. Ten out of ten is like a seven point eight or an eight out of ten. Yeah. That yeah. eight out of ten is more powerful than the ten out of ten, right? Yes, it is. But as we see time and time again, as when we really look at like through the quarterback tiers, if your guy's not almost a 10 out of 10, then you're probably looking for a new guy soon. The Browns and Baker, <laughs> what happens with Tua, Jimmy, <laughs> right? So if you're not Herbert or Mahomes, even though it's a ridiculous standard, it really is the standard when you're drafting that high. If you're not getting Herbert or Mahomes, we'll see what Kyler turns into. But at some point in time, he's been an MVP candidate. Then there is a line where it doesn't matter if you have – a B plus quarterback. That's just not going to be good enough. But you know, you see, I mean, the you see odd, the look. You see the look on Will Anderson's face. I had a scout tell me, I don't know, this year photo? he's changed. Yeah. Last year, told no one nil. He's not fucking with it. Like yeah. he is as serious as a heart attack. That look, 
if I told you that he had 30 sacks this year and just has like the greatest college season and wins the Heisman, isn't it kind of believable? He's got, already Utah he's, State, he's got Utah State week one. They got Utah they did, State they on did just, They did just beat Jim Moore. Yeah, at UConn. Not by UConn. a lot either. Yeah. You know, it's kind of close. Utah State's lost some things, John. Next up, this is from N-D-X-J-J-Y-I-S-W-E-X-Y-Z. Four stars. Any chance you make the Raider guy pod? Used to be a good mix of Raiders Niners. Now completely Niners pod. And I can't take much more of it. I don't want to stop listening to you guys, but I can't listen to Jimmy G rumors or how good Debo is anymore. <laughs> See, this is what I'm talking about. Four stars, but then want something from us. You haven't been listening to the Raider pod? I think on the dark web. I, we'll mix in AFC West football. Somebody asked me that the other day, and I said, I have a feeling we'll be talking about the Raiders and a lot of, I mean, the whole thing's interesting. So uh, we'll be talking about the, the Raiders, but I, I would say I don't think the Raider the Raider guy pot is uh, yeah, coming. It's just more it's than just, twice a week. It's just business decisions. It, that's right. Liam says killers five stars. Born and bred in Florida. Born and bred Florida boy, an East Coast guy. And I can't get enough of these guys, even though the content's mostly West Coast. Even the girlfriend doesn't mind when I put these guys on because they're funny yet informed takes on the sports world. This sounds like a guy we paid in another country to make an iTunes review. That's such a that's a good review. You shouldn't have to give us that review for free. Thanks, Liam. Wasn't even a question, but I wanted to put it in because he titled it Killers. Uh, Fine says, mailbag question. Longtime listener. I think they're the best duo in the business. My question is, why do you limit your content to pretty much Niners only? Couldn't you expand by expanding your content? I've been listening to you guys since the radio days, and I firmly believe the likes of Florio and Sims or McAfee and Hawk have nothing on you, too. Uh, haven't been tuning in much lately though. Cause the Niners, uh, because while the Niners have interesting storylines, there's a sense of repetitiveness. I really believe you two could reach out to more audience by expanding your topics. Thanks for producing quality content and Fonz, Thank you for the five stars, despite, um, what some would consider negative feedback, but not us because we can't be offended. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't really know to tell you that it's been very, very lucrative. Our, uh, our pivot to, uh, you know, th- there's a reason we said over and over that, you're able to finance a business around the Yankees, finance a business around the Dallas Cowboys, finance a business around the Los Angeles Lakers, for example, or I, I think in our backyard, the Golden State Warriors and what Tim and, and Marcus and Ethan and uh, Anthony. Uh, Anthony. I mean, that's four people have built their entire careers and businesses around covering one team. This would not be possible with 90% of the league. It's just, it's a unique fan base with a unique amount of money and it's, we're not, this is, there's a checks and balances on an Excel spreadsheet that we're not just randomly pulling this out of our, this isn't a passion project. You know, even though I, I say this all the time when people like Raider fans are like, you just admit it. You are a fan. I've said, listen, I am rooting for the Niners to win, but I'm rooting for them to win simply because I know it makes me a lot more money. If you told me they went 0 and 17 and we would double revenue, I would not even hesitate to root for them to go 0 and 17. That, that, that's the way I can best describe it. So yes, I'm rooting for them to win because that equals money. But if you told me that it didn't matter if they, if they went zero wins and we would triple our revenue, I, I wouldn't even, I would sign up for zero wins. It also equals viewers and viewers. It's more fun to do it when more people are listening. Uh, viewers. I mean, I guess the listeners are much bigger than the viewers at this point, but the viewers are growing. Uh, so that's good too. Um, and I would say this, I think the model for growth on the internet it's been repeated several times. There are a lot of, uh, I would say, um, like Florio's not one of them. McAfee's not one of them. But I think there are several examples of businesses, uh, of shows that started niche and then because that niche had a big following, 
they grew into other things. Barstool is obviously the perfect example of this, right? That was Boston sports for a long, 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 long time. And now no one thinks of it as Boston only sports. Um, I, I do think Florida is a bad example. He has the biggest NFL website and he has the biggest sports website you'd argue in the history of America. Yeah. Uh, John Boy's another one. John Boy still does a lot of Yankees, primarily Yankees, but has has branched on that stuff, right? Did you, did you see? And, and we do a lot. We do, I think, a fair amount of stuff. Clearly, it's heavy dieters. That is non-liners because ideally, that's the eventual branch. Yeah. Sorry. Did I see what? How many people were at the Anaheim Angels Stadium in yeah, the Yankees games? I, I mean, did. it sure did not look like there was an empty seat. Did it not? It looked pretty good. I mean, it looked dramatically more than you were at the Oakland Yankee game. Like, it felt like there were way more people that you said it was a full up top. That place was full. But Coliseum, I think, is bigger. But yeah, Coliseum was a ton of Yankees fans. I mean, my guess would be 80% at least. Yeah, the, the my point ultimately is like the Niners can sell out other places. Like, oh, you can yeah. build, like, people have built businesses, for example, around the Packers. They're, they're a unique brand that I know Nagler's part of that deal. Like, it, there's a lot of people. This is not random. This isn't. This is not a passion project. John, before we go any further, let's tell the people about DraftKings, where we have made our picks for the week. Right now, sign up with the code Ham. Sign up with the code Ham uh, at the DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the DraftKings app. Bet just five dollars on any football game and get two hundred dollars in free bets instantly. And that's not the only promotion this week. Yeah, guy, want more action on opening night? Everyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings early win promotion. Here's the key. Get up seven points and you win. Bet on any NFL team week one of your choice. And if your team leads by seven points, it doesn't matter if they win the game, lose the game, cover, whatever. If they're up by seven points, you get paid instantly, even if your team loses. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code HAM to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code HAM on the DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Thursday, you got a game on Thursday, so let's be locked in on this. I do. Mike Gundy, Oklahoma State, is way too big of a favorite. I'm going with our guy, Jim McElwain, who's had success at Colorado State. You know, Everyone thought he was with the Shark, but he took the Florida uh, Gators to the SEC championship game all the time, and now Central Michigan was successful last year. Three touchdowns, plus 21. Love them this weekend, baby. Sign up with promo code HAM. And I love Utah minus three at Florida this week. I don't think that line's big enough. They're the number seven ranked team in the nation. I think Florida's quarterback, Anthony Richardson, people are – Kyle Whittingham compared him to Cam Newton the other day. People are very high on him, very talented guy. But I think Utah, people forget, was the 14th ranked offense in the nation last year, 36 points per game. They bring a lot of guys back. And um, I, I think they've got reason to start the season fast after that close loss to Ohio State in the Rose Bowl last year. So I like Utah. Throw up the U. I like Utah, not Mario. Go Utes. All right. Butcherbox.com slash ham and another special deal. Free for a year. You get salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips in every order for a year, plus an additional 20 bucks off right now at butcherbox.com slash ham. Been telling you about it for years. Been eating it. For years on a regular basis, easily find high-quality meat and seafood. You can trust 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, pork-raised, crate-free, and wild-caught seafood. Always be prepared with meat in the freezer, 
when you get butcherbox.com slash ham delivered right to your doorstep with free shipping. ButcherBox is offering you free for a year plus an additional 20 bucks off either salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips in every order for free. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash ham and use the code ham to choose your free offer for a year plus get $20 off your first order. What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at game time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called game time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game time app, promo code HAM. Save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Next up, John Mailbag. What's up, fellas? More Raiders content, please. That's my only feedback. John, let's talk about Alex Leatherwood. No, we already we did that on the last show. Uh, Jimmy G's character being questioned by the media. Okay, now this is the example of a, a mailbag question that came before Garoppolo was re-signed by the Niners, but I think it kind of works. Said, um, love the content and the banter. I've noticed the past week there's even more negative coverage of Jimmy before it was more that his contract was too much, but then there was the Mike Silver story that he's ghosting everybody, and people are talking about him being flaky and unreliable. I know he went off the grid last offseason. That wasn't great about texting, but uh, the way people are going on, it sounds much worse. What is your take? And now we can look with hindsight and say it clearly wasn't that bad if they were comfortable bringing him back into the room with Trey Lance. Yeah, if you listen to our Tuesday podcast, we discussed some of Mike Silver, and he wrote some other stuff. Here's what I will say about Mike Silver, and I'm going to reiterate this over and over. And I, I think sometimes Twitter personalities with like uh, media people can be different than they actually are. Even though I, I have to say one thing about like Kawakami and Mike, like th- they are unique personalities. Uh, Mike Silver got my phone number when I was basically an intern with the Eagles working the sidelines. Mike Silver at that time in 2000, now part of it is we were both Davis guys. So it was a unique, you know, he'd said like, he'll grab me a beer. But I saw him get other people's numbers on other coaching staffs, young guys. 
Mike Silver has been befriending people in the NFL for it's 2022 for almost three decades now. To think that like these people on Twitter that push back that Mike's making shit up, I'll promise you, he does not writing this stuff to try to get. He knows this isn't educated guesses. He knows, like he one just from a he's known Kyle Shanahan's dad since he was coaching the 49ers as an offensive coordinator with Steve Young. He wrote one of the transcendent pieces in Sports Illustrated when he was a young writer on the Broncos offensive line when they were playing the Packers. Because remember, part of Shanahan's offensive line was they all weighed like 280 pounds and the Packers had these enormous defensive linemen with Reggie White. Like, I, I don't think people can comprehend just because so many bloggers and stuff that, let's face it, don't necessarily know that many people in the NFL. I, I would imagine on average, Mike Silver has between front office and a coaching staff on every single team on average, five contacts a team, a team. And some, you know, could be like 10 given, you know, older coaches and stuff. Yeah. GMs, owners. He would, he would know every single GM in his, in his role decks. And I would say if not every head coach, offensive coordinator or defensive coordinator on a staff, he was he, covering not, the Niners back when John Lynch was playing at Stanford. He's just not making this shit up. That, that's what I know. And he, it's been proven, Yes, right? Is. Wouldn't you say the moment Jimmy was resigned, it, it was kind of proven a lot of this stuff. And I think it started with the arm fatigue. Everyone made such a big deal. Kyle didn't deny it. People were like, what was he talking? No, Kyle said. like they, They're laughing about it, but it it was a real thing. Not, I don't care about the arm fatigue, but everyone freaked out about that. I agree. Next up, realistic Raider amigos. We need more rate. We need the Raider guy con- uh, podcast to come out. God, people want it, man. Fifty thousand more uh, suggestions, and it happens. Doesn't have to be all year long. We yearn for fifteen to twenty minutes. Keep up the great work. What do you guys think about the Raiders this year? For some reason, I see the Broncos as not a huge threat, but obviously fearful of KC. They have absolutely smoked the Raiders for a decade and the Chargers. That's right. Yeah. Um, I think I think the Chiefs win the division. I think you agree with that, or I think that's what are you, you, are, you sh- are you still shorting Russell? I'm still shorting the Broncos a little bit based on the unknown with their head coach. I last year bought Russell when everybody was selling Russell because I thought he'd come back in incredible shape this year. That hasn't looked like it's happened. Now maybe he's doing your thing. He's just bulking up because he's not going to be as mobile. But uh, yes, I am shorting Denver. G- give me a, give me your prediction, Russell Wilson stat line, just touchdown pick. Uh, 33 and, uh, I don't know what he doesn't throw a lot of picks. I mean, no, he doesn't. Yeah. 11. So if I, to- if, I, if I told you 39 and eight, would you say the Broncos are probably pretty good? Yeah. I mean, that's the thing is it's hard for me to imagine the stats being bad, but I just don't think their defense will be as good as last year. They lose Vic. And I just wonder about their, their head coach. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's 39 and eight is pretty damn good. Well, if he's 39 and eight, you'd be hard pressed to see them anything under nine wins, right? Well, there's not finishing in last place if he's 39 and eight, right? No, now 39 and eight would be a pretty awesome season. I mean, he'd be one of the best quarterbacks. Historically a pretty awesome quarterback. (laughs) Let's ride. Uh, so where do you think the Raiders land this year? I I mean, I, I think they're, they're battling for second place. Yeah, I agree. But they also could, like, it's not out of the realm of possibility they finish fourth. Someone's going to finish fourth in this division, and they might go eight, nine, and it's because a couple missed field goals, a couple bad picks, and it was like they were right there. Like, to me, the, the fourth-place team could be eight, nine, or nine and eight, right? If one team's 12 wins, another team, maybe two other ones are 10, and the other one's eight or nine, 
and you watch them play, you're like, God, I thought they were actually pretty solid. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's hard to envision like a six win team in this conference, in that division. Uh, depressed Raider fan on the uh, question, uh, question, depressed Raider fan. Did you guys hear the Benjamin Albright nugget that Sean Payton could be traded to Dallas for Dak? <laughs> McCarthy's not going to last the year, in my opinion. Great show, by the way. Longtime listener. I did not hear Ben's. I could not find, I saw, I could not find this report. Um, so no, I didn't hear that one. <laughs> Seems a little extreme. Yeah. But I don't think McCarthy. Did you know that uh, Scott Frost, you remember how last year Chip Kelly, I told you Chip Kelly's contract, it was going to be hard for UCLA to get rid of him because his buyout didn't go down until like January 15th. He had a huge buyout, Chip did. Yeah, yeah. So Scott, you, you didn't want to wait to fire him. They but you weren't going to pay him like a bunch of money to go away. Yeah, they were kind of screwed. Scott Frost buyout takes a big drop in, in like October 4th or something. It's really bizarre. People are suggesting he gets fired like in October. Well, because, I mean, he got a just a lucky to survive here, right? Chip was more, he kind of, they won some games. Yeah, UCLA's been getting better and better. I'm just saying something to be aware of. I didn't realize that he has this big contractual drop-off. I, I didn't know that. You see the stat that if Scott Frost won 50 straight games, he'd still have a worse record than Bo Pelini did when he was head coach in Nebraska? <laughs> I did see that. Yeah, it was pretty incredible. And finally, John, uh, from Duahi GB. I discovered these fellows a couple years ago. Love the back and forth. They're locked in, provide expert analysis. Probably best for Niners fans, but they talk some Raiders relatively consistently. I even listened to them at my favorite bar, Kingfish in Oakland. You know, I'm sorry. I thought this one had a question, but it was just another compliment, kind of. So there we go. I'm not, saying, I'm not saying we fooled people, but we made our radio careers. I mean, you had a career well before me, but like when we did a radio show together, we were a part of a radio station that only for like two or three years in the history of Northern California actually spoke about the Raiders. So it gave people hope that there would be people. And the moment that radio station, a couple after we left, immediately said no mas, and no one before and after ever talks about the Raiders. We gave them hope, like, God, these people will talk about it. And we did. I enjoyed it. You enjoyed it. We, Yeah, we, they were good. Know, yeah, they were good. They were a playoff team. We went to practice with Khalil Mack, and did, we know Derek Carr. Uh, he somehow blocked me but kept you alive. And, uh, I yeah, I mean, I, I, I just think we gave a lot of people false hope <laughs> just because there, there was that moment in time. I, and, you know, we were just we just talked about we enjoy. I went to the games guy somehow in his contract didn't have to go to a mall. And it was, I was doing A's pre and post. <laughs> you know, they canceled all that. <laughs> I had done it. I'd put in the time. And then I, I my last ever day on radio guy. Yeah, w I guess I, we did a radio show. Then I was fired. But I also worked a Sunday and it was the Crabtree game winning catch against the Saints when Jack Del Rio went for two. Yeah. I did Raiders oh. post game and, and then that we did a radio show Monday. the next day and then I was fired the next day. No, no, we interviewed Latavius Murray that Monday. You got the show ended that day. That Monday, I know. didn't it? Yeah. 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 So you did Raiders post game Sunday. Latavius comes on the show Monday. Can you see me in our office Monday? You would say if people knew what they were doing, they would not let an individual do week one of the NFL season, right? But but you would what, say what, if, what if do I know? What they were doing. <laughs> If luckily, you and I were running it, we'd probably be a little more buttoned up. But luckily, John Lund had given us some intel like a week or two ahead of time, and we our contracts were expiring. We we weren't caught off guard, but nonetheless, it was a quite a weird situation. Yeah. The good news was you were offered. You were told you can come back at the same salary at a reduced role. We're like, how does that make sense? <laughs> that never materialized. No. Uh, 
thank for the for the first time in my life been fired twice other time no money remaining on the contract yeah this time was paid for several months and it was pretty cool like i i never understand these coaches that are like joe judge got to get back into it bro just just fucking enjoy the year. Yeah. Take a deep breath, man. You you and Alex Leatherwood. <laughs> just just enjoy some. Just go to the beach. It was it was very nice. It was very nice. I think we I think we launched our podcast like three weeks later. Yeah. You don't keep alphas down long. All right. Good pod, everybody. Thanks for hanging with the mailbag. Submit some more questions. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.